views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona, Brother Mike is back on the radio. Hey, welcome to the program. Thank you for your time. Today's Bible study, Trips to Heaven. Yeah, party on, dude. Let's do this. Hey, will you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on? Lots of trips to heaven today. Uh, you'll enjoy them, I think. I'll make some announcements while you make the call. This is Brother Mike. I am the uh, professional counselor at the House of Healing. Nope. Tricked you, didn't I? It's the Arizona Deliverance Center. The House of Healing is now closed. We are on 15th Avenue, south of Indian School Road at the new Arizona Deliverance Center in the heart of Maricopa County, Arizona. We have two services every week, Thursday and Friday, 7 p.m., healing, teaching, preaching, and deliverance at every service. My teaching service for my radio listeners is Friday night at 7 p.m. Please go to the website and hit our Facebook page or our YouTube teaching channel page or our free seminar page. The next seminar uh, seminar at the end of the month is The Spirit World, Part 2. Very well received. Part 1, very well received. Hit the PayPal button again and send us a donation. You bought this new building for us. Uh, This is phase two of our ministry. We're going on to the National Deliverance Center in a few years. Please be a part of it. Don't forget to visit our sponsor, West USA Realty, on page one, the homepage of the website. I ask them to give you reduced commissions, and they will do that. May God richly bless you. Trips to heaven. Oh, boy. As Reagan said to Mondale years ago, well... There you go again. Folks, uh, you read these books about people going to heaven. You've all seen them. There's, there's several of them out there. For example, one came out a few years ago involving a six-year-old boy who had been in a car accident. He became a quadriplegic. He was named, his name was Alex Malarkey. And after he came back and recovered and stabilized, uh, he manufactured a story about being in heaven while he was in his coma after the car accident. The name of the book was The Boy Who Came Back from Heaven, a true story. Tyndall House made a literal fortune off that book, and that went around for over a year. Pretty soon, the kid finally had a sting of conscience, and he came clean, and he told everybody he made the whole thing up. Tyndall House uh, populated the thing, by saying that uh, the book was about, quote, a supernatural encounter that will give you new insights into heaven, angels, and hearing the voice of God. And uh, Tyndall House finally, after the kid came clean and it hit the internet and then hit the news, canceled the book. But they made a fortune off of it. Well, hang on. Here, here we go again. See, what goes around always comes around. There's a new book out called Life After Heaven, How My Time in Heaven Can Transform Your Life on Earth by Stephen Music. Uh, The short version of this is he's in the Navy and he has a major reaction to a swine flu vaccine. And this thing took a terrible turn for the worse. He was allergic to it. And uh, he had a very violent and dramatic reaction to the vaccine. And uh, he barely survived. And his body was devastated. 
He was sick for six months. The guy was sick for six months. And later on, while he was recovering, a church tried to give him an antidote. And he had another horrible allergic reaction to it. This time he almost died. She gave him too much. And it was during that five-week period in a coma from this nurse giving him an inappropriate injection that he was in heaven. He met Jesus and he detailed the sights and sounds and conversation he claims to have had with Christ. And the the article goes on to say the most dramatic part for him was the sense of being inside pure joy, he called it. He said the intensity of the contentedness that he felt didn't ebb and flow as it does here on earth. It was constant. There's nothing I can tell you today that would give you an inkling of what it's like to be in heaven, music said. Quote, it's been absolutely held tight and yet totally free at the same time, being in heaven. It says, while he was there, he was in an outdoors agrarian environment included that included a large oak tree, massive wheat fields, rolling hills and mountains. He said it was a, quote, wonderful view filled with brilliant scenes. It was like HD on steroids, is what he told the reporter. He also goes on to reveal some information about his interaction with Jesus. He said the two walked arm in arm and engaged in conversations. He said Jesus was in his early 30s, long flowing brunette hair, hazel eyes, dark complexion. Quote, he's not overly large, but he's massively built. You would think he's a weightlifter or a bodybuilder. In the end, he said, it was painful to hear Jesus say that that I wouldn't be allowed to stay in heaven. Immediately after the conversation, I woke up in intensive care and hit with the horrible reality of staying on earth. When Jesus said, quote, you can't stay, I woke up in isolation, in intensive care. And then the book goes on to say he wants to travel the country and tell everybody uh, about heaven. He Apparently he was disabled for several years after he was in a coma for five weeks. His body had just completely broken down. Let me tell you a little story. I got my stories, okay? They got their stories. I'll, I got my story. This one's actually true, though. Back in 2008, a national de- uh, prophetic ministry, one known all over the world, sent me dozens of their ministers for deliverance. And my initial impression of almost all of them was what good people they were. They were wonderful people, loving people. They wanted to serve the Lord. They cared about God. They believed in Christ. Uh, Many of them were spirit-filled. Almost all of them were born again. I believe in second thought, almost all of them were born again. And the vast majority of them were spirit-filled. And... I don't have time to go through the whole story today. Maybe I'll do a radio program on that subject alone. But I was very hurt and surprised and shocked 
when these people started manifesting severe cases of demonic infestation. There were severe and major manifestations of spirits, some of which I had never seen before. And I did not know what happened. And I could not understand it. This was in 2008. And uh, I had never been exposed to what the Lord later showed me was kundalini spirits. These are a type of familiar spirit from India that has great skills in impersonating the Holy Spirit and giving and providing miracles to fool Christians. And I was very surprised at how powerful these demons were. But when I began to look through the word, I saw it happening. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul gives an account of his trip to heaven. Now, this is a real trip. This isn't like these books you're reading or the kid that was in a coma. This is a real this is a real trip to heaven. And when he gets back, he says, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, he says, uh, this thing was so incredible, I don't know if my body went to heaven or my inner man went to heaven. He wasn't sure. But he was visit, he visited Paradisus, which is translated in, in, in the King James Bible as paradise. Paradisus was the same place that Lazarus went to, but apparently it's been relocated to the heaven of heavens where God lives. And then Paul said things were so spectacular up there, and he heard he heard so much, so many interesting things that they were unspeakable. Aristus, rama is the Greek phrase there. It means words that can't be expressed. Or shouldn't be expressed. They were so divine, sacred, something, but he was not able to repeat them or share them with anybody. In the charismatic and prophetic movements, people go to heaven and they blab it everywhere. I mean, they blab it all over the place. And Paul saw these incredible things for real and said that they were arrestus, unspeakable that they shouldn't be spoken of. They were so sacred, so divine, so intimate. In Revelation chapter 10, John was also told not to write about certain things in heaven. These prophetics, they claim to go to heaven, which they're not. These are kundalini fake spiritual trips. I had many people come in for deliverance who were heavily infected with demons who had had trips to heaven. They had they had seen angels routinely. They had been to heaven Come to find out, it was all tricks for familiar spirits. The Kundalini demons were were fooling them. There's three levels of heaven, as you know: the clouds or the atmosphere. That's the Greek word Eperonius. Then there's the starry space, the universe, and then the third heaven is the heaven of heavens, where God lives. Be very, very careful when people tell you that they've been to heaven, they've been to hell. They've been entertaining angels. Paul told the Colossians to be careful about angels. Paul told the Corinthians, listen, there's an angel of light out there. And it could be fake. But few people know most of these things are fake. And I'm one of the few. Because of my personal experience, 
in delivering hundreds of charismatics and prophetics over the years from demons, I have seen firsthand how these kundalini spirits work and how dangerous they are. How brilliant they are. Satan gave Jesus a vision that was so spectacular, it was incredible. He showed him all the kingdoms in the world in a moment of time. And Jesus said, no. If somebody tells you they've been to heaven or hell, or they've been talking to angels, don't be rude. Just chill. Oh, okay, well that's nice. And then go back to God's word. Don't get sucked up in these trips to heaven and feeling inferior because you don't have them. That's what the demons are doing. They give these people these spectacular spiritual experiences. Then they come to you and they say, Hey, you're not at their level. There's something wrong with you. What's your problem? Listen, the devil's lying again. I'll see you Friday night at 7 o'clock at the new Arizona Deliverance Center. See you then. views expressed on the preceding program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program has been sponsored by Michael W. Smith.